Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the 808 Podcast, podcast where we take business owners, CEOs, and whoever else I feel like, and I interview them for questions at eight minutes and eight seconds, because 808 looks like Bob. And here we go. Question number one in a few sentences, tell me who you are and what do you do? Hey Bob, my name is Jeremy Brown. I'm the, the founder and CEO of Strategy Now LLC. Ultimately, we help uh, leaders figure out a better way to do strategy. So a lot of companies are still doing strategic planning in a traditional way that's been done for 50 years since the industrial revolution. And we're trying to make it better, more agile and increase adoption of strategy. Love it, love it, Jeremy. Question number two, what advice do you wanna share? Go. So the first thing we've found about strategy adoption, it's all about what's in the minds and the hearts of people before it gets into the hands. So that's a general statement. Let me get a little bit more specific. There's a few things that we really try to focus on to help strategy be more agile, effective, and ultimately get adopted. The first thing is making strategy visual. So if you think about the strategic planning document, that's usually the artifact that captures lots of great discussions that you know people went away, maybe they went to, the, to an offsite conference room, had lots of great dialogue, and somehow magically that little binder, that PDF is supposed to convey the value and the so what next to the organization. Right. What I found in 15 years of strategy consulting is that rarely that rarely ever happens. So one of the things that we do first off is say let's throw that strategic planning document in the in the wastebasket and never talk about it again. We make strategy more visual. That's one of our first priorities is figuring out a way to make strategy come alive so that people who ultimately need to adopt it or need to do their jobs differently they can see it in a visual and easy to easy, easy to, to, to digest and consume way and they can, they can get their hands in it. So a couple of ways we do this with even just to get a little bit more specific. So we, can, we create what we call a strategy game board. Strategy game board can, it can exist in a virtual format. So there's lots of awesome online virtual collaboration tools. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to get into the details on those. Um, or, and even better yet, if you're physically working in a, in a space with people, actually carve out a, a place of, with your office. Some people like to call it a war room where you can capture strategic decisions and logic along the way. And by the time somebody consumes that, they know how they're supposed to get engaged. The second thing that we focus on is strategy leadership skills. So again, that binder doesn't magically create some awesome leadership skills that the people who you know think about mid-level managers or business unit leaders, they typically don't have the skills to keep that alive and current and to continue to, con to continue to have strategic thinking and learnings reincorporated back into strategy. So some of the, some of the skills we focus on is just how, is, how you as an individual uh, manager or a business unit leader, how do you make value-based decisions on where your team should be focusing effort? So you've got big ideas around strategy, maybe you've broken them down into strategic initiatives, but let's face it, those initiatives naturally evolve and mutate with time. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. As you get more brains and more people and more hands involved in strategy, ideas should mutate. So when it comes to the point where a leader or a manager needs to make a decision on what to do next, right. he or she has the skills to say, this is the value of this, and I'm going to devote these resources to it without having to go up to a, to a higher well, level. Well, Jeremy, let me ask you a question. What is something that someone's in our audience right now, they're wanting to revamp their strategy? What are some things that they can start doing right now? I, so the, the, the things I would ask first are, you've got strategies, strategic ideas, what's the bigger level context? So start to map out, um, I use a format, pretty simple, we call the five C's. So bigger level, higher level, what's happening in the climate? 
regulatory, uh, societal, technological, literally create a sticky note exercise and say, here are the things that are happening in that category. Continue down that list to talk about what are your customer trends? What about your competitors? What are, their what are they doing differently? What about collaborators? Who haven't you really thought about that you could possibly add value to as you go to market? And the last C is internal company. So what internal resources and capabilities do we have? Simply alone, Bob, just doing that exercise and visualizing it, letting people interact with it, maybe add their own thoughts, creates an, another level of strategic thinking that you don't typically see in strategic planning. Perfect. No, I love that there. Hey, we got to get to question number three. So if people want to know more, they can go look you up there. What other top CEOs, business owners, or influencers that you know that are successful like you that you'd like to give a shout out to and get, just give them a shout out? Awesome. Well, I, I, I work pretty regularly with other affiliates who believe in what we do and want to take it to their, to their clients. So Chris Colosimo, she's based here in Utah with me. Um, she, she, she runs a firm called CJM Perspectives, and she's facing a lot of the same challenges, more in the human enablement space. And so she's, she's been an awesome collaborator. And Ryan Housem, he's a, he's a CEO of Grand River Innovations in Denver, Colorado, focused on, focusing on innovation and startups for the, for the built environment. Perfect. I'll look them up here. Number four, final fun question, Jeremy. Tell me about your first sale. So what I've found with sales for what I'm doing is it's a, it's a mindset shift. So theoretically, everyone believes with that traditional strategy sucks and there's a better way to do it. When I start to get into the details of how the game board works and how the analytics behind it work, I can, it can be daunting. So the best for my, so for my first sale, what I've found is I actually got a CEO involved uh, who is serves on a board with me and just his immersion in the process and being able to do it and get his hands in it and feel it himself. He came to me one day and said, how can I bring this to my organization? And it wasn't, it didn't even feel like a sale. It just felt like an awesome way to add value. I love it there. Yeah. Basically you use your network and made a sale out of it. So that is awesome there. So Jeremy, you now have two minutes and nine seconds left. So we can do some promo time. You can ask me a question. You can talk about the painting behind you if you want to. Or since the best, no one to be concise and want to end. We end early. Go for it. So you, you mentioned the pain. Painting. Um, what's that? The painting behind you. There, it looks like there's a painting behind you. Well, let me talk about the pain instead. Okay. Um, the, 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 the pain that I felt doing 15 years of traditional strategy consulting was it was, an, it was an intellectually driven exercise. I loved it. I love engaging with leaders. I love helping to drive decisions. But the pain I had and just the repurpose of my life has all been around how do we actually make this come alive for, for people in the organization, add value to them, their communities, their customers, and make it a more engaging process. Because it was painful for me to do tons of hard work and come back and see, hey, this thing is still sitting in a binder and it hasn't even, right. hasn't even morphed. It hasn't even you know, changed at all in a year. So that was the pain. Um, the painting, I think that's just something my wife got at Ikea. So nothing too exciting about that. Yeah, that works. Awesome there. Uh, you do have a minute left. You want some promo time? Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not great at promo promos, but I will say, you know, if you're a leader who is just really frustrated with st strategy and the way it's been done in the past and you're feeling it's stale, uh, it's not getting execution, or even if you're a, a manager or a business unit leader, I, I would encourage you to learn more about Agile as a, as, a, as a discipline and how it works, how it's transformed the technology industry. Because what we're seeing now is the most innovative and leading organizations are adopting a lot of the same concepts of Agile and applying them to how they 
develop and implement and iterate strategies. So the concepts are, are strikingly similar and it really comes down to how do you develop those in, internal skill sets. So my number one piece of advice is start small, pick an initiative. Don't say this is gonna be for our whole company. Right. And my number two thing is how can you visualize that and foster better inclusivity and get the collective minds wrapped around a problem as opposed to just relying on your- Perfect. Hey, we actually, that is, that's time, Jeremy. We're done there. You did it. Four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds. Why is it eight minutes and eight seconds? Thanks, Bob. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So why is it eight? Okay. Yeah, there we go. It's eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob. Say your website real quick. My website is www.strategynow.llc. In the description, it's magic. Jeremy, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Cheers. And for everyone else watching or listening, I am legally required to tell you to like, share, comment, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever the heck the social media network tells you to do. You all have a wonderful day now. Talk to you later. Bye.